obviously every situationship looks different. Like, I don't know if it's normal to be like texting all day, every day in situationships. I literally don't know. Um, but yeah, if you're in one and you want advice, my first advice would be to get out, (laughs) be single, enjoy your time alone. Um, if you haven't done that already. And then number two, yeah, make it, make it meaning, have them be meaningful. Don't just like, I feel like so many people are like, oh, it's just a situation. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, they're not my boyfriend. It doesn't have to be someone that I actually really like, whatever. No, it still should. It should. Because it should still be something that you learn positive things from, take positive things out of it from. And obviously, in any situation, you can learn negative things, too. Things that you don't want about a situation or a real relationship, whatever. But, um, yeah, give it give it some real meaning. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Don't waste your time on people. Because... Then you're wasting their time and your time when you could be doing a million other better things it's rather true. than just like talking to someone just for the sake of talking to them. Like do that with friends. Yeah. Like you want to hang out with people, hang out with friends. It's like true. work on other relationships before you're just like, I don't know. Diving in emotionally. Like talking that. to men. <laughs> <laughs> just Which, don't I mean, talk to men. Yeah. It's the end like of the story. if anything, have one with a woman. Haven't haven't been there okay. yet. Well, this is my next segue, mm-hmm. actually. Is sexuality because Okay, you grew up in Utah, yes, around Mormon culture, mm-hmm. you know, where the idea of questioning your sexuality isn't very common, I would say, Definitely right? It's not. obviously not. It's looked down upon to to For not sure. be straight. Mm-hmm. But you have I guess we could say come out yeah, as bisexual, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, I mean I really don't care. My sexuality, I'm very very lucky. Has never been like a a big deal to me you never like struggled with questioning it no like I was always just well first of all I had a very loving and supportive family that was like I know if I showed up to the next Easter Thanksgiving whatever with a girlfriend nobody would give two shits it'd be cool I'm the same glad that you're glad you're here pull up another chair yeah like they just they simply just wouldn't care and that's not the case for a lot of families so I feel like that's like the the number one thing that made me feel like I didn't have to question it um because my Mom was always very like just peace, love, happiness, do whatever you have to do to yeah. like, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think growing up in Utah definitely did make a really big difference. I didn't. But also growing up in the Internet had a really big impact because a lot of the content creators that I watched were gay. Right. Like I was obsessed with Tyler Oakley. Me too. And um, just I'm trying to think of even who else like is Grace Helbig gay or no? Mamrie Hart, one of them. Oh, I don't no, know. there was the one that had Is the big video. No, no, know. no. Ingrid. Ingrid. Like, they're Do you remember that? The I'm yes, gay bro. video? Was, I'll never forget. I'll never forget like, that day. Yeah. That it it was, up. Um, I feel like that's kind of like a another big like leverage point that I had was 100%. that I was I was on the internet so young that I, I saw all of those things in real time. Yeah. Of like so many... Um, so many coming out videos, so many so content many. creators. It was like, I loved them before I even knew that about yeah. them. And I was, even though I wasn't really exposed to any queer people in my life, um, I would say before I was like a teenager, I was still very much like new, um, all about just like the queer space on the internet. And it was also, I was obsessed with Dan and Phil. And that was like a whole... Not even just between, like, them (laughs) being gay or anything like that, but, like, their whole fan base was all (laughs) lesbians (laughs) for the most part. Yeah, And I don't know. I just always felt like there was 
space for me. Even though I didn't like label myself by any means, I still don't really care to. If someone wants to say I'm pansexual, bisexual, whatever, I yeah. literally don't care because I'm like, I, I'm going to like who I want to like. And it's just that simple for me. Mm-hmm. And um, how did you know, like firsthand? I literally can, I think I've told you this already, but I cannot say who my queer awakening was because I am mutuals with them on Instagram. Oh no. Yeah. And it was, it's someone, I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Um, I know. But your first crush was a girl. Are you talking about her? Oh, right. This is is the story I thought you were about to go into. (laughs) Well, that was even before that. Someone in school or someone like in your home. Well, okay. So there was this girl, um, well, okay. So yeah, I had, there was a girl that I would watch on TV who I was like, wow, she's really beautiful. And that was kind of like, hmm. Maybe I'm into girls a little bit, mm-hmm. but when I was like 13, I would say I had a massive crush on a girl and I don't think I realized how much I really did have a crush on her until like I knew then, but even looking back now, like my Snapchat memories go crazy. <laughs> they're all like from that time. Obviously, they're all of her. Really? Yes. So you guys were like besties. Like friends? No. Oh. We we were really good friends. She had like a a best best friend. And it wasn't like I was jealous or anything. Like we we still were really good friends. Um and we did hang out all the time, like in groups. We hung out alone. Um, but I just really, really, really liked her. She was so sweet. Like I remember my um so we became good friends and then I moved up to northern Utah, like Salt Lake area a year later. Okay. So we were only friends for about a year, but we we got pretty close really quickly. And she was actually from um, the same area like that I moved to. So she would come up and like see family and friends and like sometimes stay with me or sometimes not stay with me. But like it was really close to me. So we would still hang out even okay. like for a couple years after I moved. Um, and yeah, I just... I just had a massive crush on her. Like she was just so sweet and so endearing. And I just really, really, really liked her. Mm -hmm. And I remember, um, I think this was after I had already moved. I was coming down and I was visiting and we were hanging out in a group setting and she was, (laughs) I don't think I've ever told this story. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think Um, she would know it's her if she watched? Yeah. But like, she's not watching for sure (laughs) if she is hey girl kisses to you um shouting you out um but she so this yeah i think i was 13 i had i had kissed someone before but i never made out with someone and she told me that she wanted to teach me how to make out what have i told you this before i think you might have yeah first i feel like your first make out was okay yeah yeah yeah, you have so i was literally like yeah. Like <laughs> I, yeah, like <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> like, let's do it. And we did. And we made out. And I think I literally told my mom about it like right after. Really? Yeah. What'd she say? I don't really think she cared. Yeah, <laughs> and my mom was cool. just like, okay, like fun. Um, <laughs> I love her. But yeah, it, it wasn't anything crazy. Like I remember we were just like laughing the whole time yeah. and she literally was like shoving her tongue. Down oh my my throat. <laughs> like it was like not, I really, was it informative? yeah of what not to do like, yeah. <laughs> like not that it was like that awful but i was just like mm, <laughs> i don't know about this that's um, hilarious 
But yeah, like we were literally just like sitting, not even on her bed. Like we were in a group setting at one of my other friend's house. We were like hot tubbing. Um, Stop. This is such a teen movie right I now. Know, no, it literally was. It was four of us. It was me and her and then our two other friends who I, I'm still like, just it's just like hometown friends, you know, that like I, I grew up with them. Right. Even if I don't talk to them for months, I'll still like talk to them every once in a while. I'll wish them happy birthday. Um so I was very comfortable like around these girls and yeah, we just, she just like told me that she like wanted to teach me how to make out. She was very, um, experienced. She just like kissed a lot of boys and I was like, yeah, like we were just talking about it, you know, like 13, yeah, 14 year old girls do. And she was like, yeah, like I want to, I want to teach you how to make out. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I wonder what her sexuality is now. Do you know? Well, She's had a long-term boyfriend. I, it's kind of, it's funny just to, like, see how people, like, she's just kind of a person now that I'm, like, I still think you're beautiful and really cool, but she's just not someone that I would ever be interested in that way. Right. Respectfully. Right, respectfully. Right. Um, and, yeah, it lasted, I feel like, for a solid, like, two years. Like I just Yeah, like, I just really, really, really liked her. Like, she dated one of my other childhood friends who I grew up with like since I was a baby um she dated him and I was just like yeah like that's it, w it was never any I never had any sort of like jealousy or anything towards that like I was just like yeah just like it is what it is like yeah. I just I know that I have like had feelings for you um and I'd even like talked to her about it a little bit like she she literally told me she was like yeah like if I was into girls like I would totally date you and I was like, but we just made out. Yeah. Like it was, it was definitely a little bit confusing, <laughs> but not anything that I was, it really like shook my world by any right, means. Right. Um, yeah. I just, I just look back at it now and just laugh and just be like, oh, little like gay 14 year old me. Like that's I just like it. what I wanted. Like I wanted to kiss girls and I did. And um, yeah, it was sexuality was just never anything that I was ever like ever tripping about. Yeah. But I remember... Sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no. I remember watching your videos before we were we were friends and you had like said that you were bi in one of it and it was like the biggest thing, right? It was kind of really? a, it was kind I of a controversy at the time. Not I, controversy, but it was like a discussion. It made some waves maybe it a little bit. Definitely made some waves. At least I, I was I, I was a fascinated. little bit just because um it was kind of like the dope girl era. It was. Bit. And I don't think any of those girls are like what even like a, a, or queer. Not at all. Which now is, it's so normal. Like all these TikTok girls are like, I'm bi. I'm yeah. Bi. Like they're everyone, like, you know? That's amazing. I'm like, yeah, how could you not be? Amazing. Like, you great. look at women and you're just like, wow, I do want to kiss you and I do want to cherish you. Yeah. I do want to love you. I mean, like, yeah, of course. All like women are just genu generally way more beautiful than men. It's just 100%. The literally ratio of beautiful women to beautiful the way men it is. is so off and it's, it's so genuinely upsetting. No, I know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I do think that's probably why it was maybe a little bit talked about. I think the video was, I was. I remember I was cooking something with my mom. I think it was like a HelloFresh sponsorship <laughs> or something. It's always HelloFresh. <laughs> and we were cooking this meal together or something. And like one of the questions was like, what's something you like want to do that you've never done? Or like something like that. And yeah. my answer was like, I want to date a girl. Mm. And my mom was just like, oh, that's really cool. Like my mom just literally didn't care. Like I love it was her. never, yeah, my, my mom is seriously the best. But yeah, I think that's maybe why it was talked about, just because I don't think any of those other girls were giving off, like, I want to make out with other girls. Yeah. <laughs> or like, wow, like, I really love Dan and Fail. Like, that enough is telling, <laughs> as yeah, it yeah. is. A little bit. So, yeah. Um, also, I was, I feel like I am friends with a lot of gay people, and I have been since I was, like, like, my only friend in high school. I had no 
friends in high school. Like anyone that I hung out with outside of high school from school, zero people, Mm -hmm. like not one. Um, But my friend Alex, who I talk about all the time, is black and gay and grew up in Utah, which is obviously like very normal, but not for Utah. Right. And that was something that he has taught me so much about just like being queer and being a minority and um, being a creator and just so many different, different things. And I'm so grateful for him and our friendship. And obviously since then, like I have so many, I feel like I have more gay friends than straight friends. Yeah. To be honest. Um, Because I don't know. I don't know why I just attract the queers, I guess. It's a good thing to attract. Yeah, for sure. It's a better way to be. <laughs> 100%. Straight man, like, Ooh, stay, stay back. far, stay back. far away from me. Yeah. Um, no, I love it, though, because you give the straight men the, the attitude they deserve. Oh, for sure. I will not be nice to you. No. Unless you, like... Even if you deserve it, I'm like, I will still scare you and see if you can take it. 100%. That's and I just love what that you about have you. to do. I love that about yeah, you. Yeah, no, like, I will never, ever be the type of girl that's like, like, I'm nervous about men, but in a different way. Right. Like, in a way that I'm like, are you going to kill me right now? Like, yeah. You know, not in like a, <laughs> oh, like, there's guys here. Like, no. Like, oh, I like, how do I look? Yeah, yeah, yeah no. I'm, you've like, never just... stroked me. Stroke? <laughs> Striked? <laughs> Wait, how do you, what do you say for that? Stroke. You've never stroked me, Avery. <laughs> Um, struck. Yeah, I think oh yeah, it. struck. <laughs> struck by lightning. Am I stupid? You never struck me as that type. Yes, okay. definitely not. You never struck me um, as that type. <laughs> <laughs> we're like so smart. <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy. Like we're like so educated. You want to hear the most embarrassing thing I wore on commitment day? A YouTube sweatshirt. What is commitment day? When you're a senior in high school and everyone wears their the college they're going to sweatshirt. <laughs> I wore a U- I'll never forget. I'm so embarrassed. You did not. Yeah, I did. Luna. Yeah, I did. And everyone thought it was so funny. And like people from my high school that like try to still keep in contact with me just like to, they send me the Snapchat memory. Like every year they're like, oh, this was so funny. I'm like, it really wasn't. Like you're just sending that to me to like stay in contact. I might as well have done the same thing, to be honest. I literally graduated high school a year early so I could focus on my YouTube channel. Yeah. No, it was like the (laughs) biggest thing. really, really (laughs) funny though. I would love to see that photo. I'll show it to you. Okay. Maybe. That's I drew it myself. So it wasn't even like a, an authentic YouTube. Stop. Yeah, like I painted Luna. it, sharpied it on. Luna, that's really bad. I know. That's bad. Well, the worst other thing that was so bad is the year before that, when I was a junior, I didn't know it was commitment day and I wore a Harvard sweatshirt <laughs> just because it was like the style at the okay, time. Okay, Rory Gilmore. Yeah, literally. I just started watching Gilmore Girl, oh. Girls like two days ago. So Welcome. Why I'm I rewatch it every year. It's my yeah. favorite show. Everyone knows it, but. Okay. That's so funny. So. That kind of wraps up sexuality, mm-hmm. I guess. But have you, since then, experienced anything with girls? Yeah. Um, obviously, dated. I look at every woman ever and think, wow, they're so beautiful. I've yet to have a f- relationship with a girl or even like a little situationship. And I think it's because I I feel like I, I take women so much more seriously than I will ever take men mm-hmm. or a man. Um, and I, I feel like when men do things my the things that i don't understand i'm like well i will never understand you and you will never understand me because Mm -hmm. i'm a woman and you're a man and that's just the barrier and i will just never understand why you are the way that you are and why you do things the way that you do but for women i take them so much more seriously and i take like their words and their emotions so much more seriously and like i know that if i got in a 
relationship or any sort of relationship with a woman that it would be so much more real to me I agree and so that. much more serious and yeah. I, w- I wouldn't be able to just like brush things off and whatever and I just I don't think I'm ready for that it would it's, be so much more of a commitment it's I very think. emotionally I mean, involved people always talk about how like oh like your first queer heartbreak I'm like yeah like I I literally I don't think I'm oh, ready for that terrifying. it would shatter my whole world yeah. I think yeah um like if especially like obviously I wouldn't just date a woman just date a woman it would have to be the right girl mm-hmm. um yeah like if not that I'm like close to anything. Like girls, hit me up. You know, <laughs> girls, hit her up now. <laughs> I want someone fun for you. Me too. Yeah. Well, you need to like video games, or else don't even try. So I know Ugh. Nintendo specifically for sure. Or I'll teach you. That could be fun. Mm. Literally, a guy said that to me the other day. I was like, I was talking to him on Raya, like just this random guy, and I don't even know what he said. And then somehow video games got brought up. And I was like, oh, like do you play Mario Kart? And he's like, no, but maybe you could teach me. I'm like, literally go die. Yeah. Like, why would I do that? <laughs> no. That sounds awful. It sounds it's actually horrible. an ick for me. No, I'm like, you want me to sit and play Mario Kart with you and have no competition? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> like. That's no. it. Does no. It, it's literally not even part of the conversation no. at that point. Like no. So I don't know. I agree. I just yeah. My dating life right now is just zilch. I'm like yeah. there's nothing going on. But I'm I'm so okay with that. Probably a little too okay. That like I'm like if anyone wants to set me up, guys, someone come wreck her life. No, just kidding. No, I don't need that. But not it would be that. fun. It would just be fun to have something else to think about other than I want that for you because you were you were like time more free at that you know and like open i feel like at that time for sure yeah like i I was doing things that which that sounds but by doing things i just mean literally like staying up late yeah no like not doing not even oh she was doing heroin like no (laughs) i would literally go to the bar and like ask for water like that was like my vibe right um but yeah it was just fun and it's just fun too to like have to meet someone that has like a group of friends that you get introduced to them and you know just mean more people in your life like it's not just um like when you have someone in your life, it's not or someone new comes into your life. It's not just them that they're bringing. It's right. like they bring so much, you yeah. know. So I don't know, and that's the thing. It's like if I'm allowing someone into my life that brings not only just them but brings so much good and bad because that's just what people do. Because everyone's yeah. human. I'm like I. It needs to be someone worth worth it. all of that. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, yeah. a relationship's never going to be easy. It's like a lot of work you for know? sure. It just depends. Even on though if they it's are like, so fun. And so great. They're still God. so much intoxicating. It. It's hard. Yeah, for it's sure. Really hard. That's why, like, even yeah, I'm like that. Two months felt way longer than two months. Yeah, like, I cannot believe it was. It literally was two months exactly. Like, <laughs> trust me, I've calculated. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm like it. Just I don't know, and shit like that just makes time go by like so slow, but so fast at the same time. I know. And it's like everybody's so exciting, and like he would text me at like. 11 and be like let's meet in 30 minutes and i'm like oh oh my god like this is like throwing off my whole day but like i, I want to see like, you, you and like i want to hang out with you yeah. and it's fun and like okay yeah like i want to go and eat these like pancakes even telling me about whatever and like i don't know it was just it was fun yeah no i totally agree <laughs> yeah oh fuck okay that's crazy moving on moving I'm on so over talking about men okay me too so in that case better topic mental health yes <laughs> Yay. depressed girls yeah anxious girls let's talk about well, first of all, me and Avery are very similar in the fact that we both have anxiety. I'm diagnosed with OCD, which I think, you know, there's some things I see in you that are OCD <laughs> tendencies yeah, that I can sure. say that are like, okay, yeah. 
And we both struggle with body problems. Yeah. I've talked about this multiple times. Everyone knows all my struggles with it. And we'll, you know, as far as, as, as comfortable as you are to talk about it, we should. But first, I want to talk about, like, therapy, diagnosis, medication. Mm-hmm. What's your experience with that? So I, I think I... I wasn't, I think, okay, I think I started getting depressed when I was probably, like, I want to say, like, eight or nine. Like, I feel like it was really young. Whoa. And I feel like I didn't realize it at the time, but there, my my household was so chaotic. Mm-hmm. It was so chaotic, and not even just with things actually just happening, but just the energy. It was just kind of like, you just never knew what the day was really going right. to look like. And there was just so much going on in my household. And obviously that takes such a big toll on you as a child. I'm sure you can relate to that a lot. Um, And then when I moved um, away from my hometown, because I feel like that's not something that a lot of people experience. Like, I feel like a lot of people, you know, grow up, they're born in their hometown. They graduate from their hometown. They maybe stay in their hometown for a while or they like go to college or something. But like being moved out of like your hometown as like an early teenager is something that I don't think a lot of people experience, which you also did because you moved to New York. Um, Yeah, kind of, yeah. Even if it was just for a year. Right, right, right. Still a big change. It is. It's Um, major. But yeah, when I I first moved, it was horrible. And I had a really, really, really hard time adjusting. And I wanted nothing more, which is funny because um, before we moved, I was like on Zillow helping my mom look for houses. I wanted nothing more than to get out of my hometown. Like Mm -hmm. I was just so, I was so over it. I was done being a cheerleader. Um, I was just, I felt so lonely and isolated and I just want, I really wanted a fresh start. And I was like just starting YouTube too. And so I moved and it's just hard. Like I just, you just never really know how hard those things are going to be until you're actually like in the situation. Yeah. And yeah, I just had a really hard time being adjusted. I had horrible, horrible anxiety. I couldn't, I could go to school physically. I mentally didn't feel capable of going to school. So I begged my mom to let me do online school. Well, how old were you then? Um, entering my freshman year. Okay. Wow. 14. What are some like signs that you think you experienced depression at like that young at like eight or nine? What are like some things you experienced personally with depression? Um, I feel like that was more of like an anxiety Mm. thing. Um, at that age, I've kind of always fluctuated between like, cause you know, anxiety and depression go so hand in hand. Like I'm, I'm always fluctuating to still to this day of like, I have periods where the depression is a lot higher versus where the anxiety is a lot higher. Yeah. Um, I feel like back then it was more anxiety. I think it was just a lot of fear, yeah. <laughs> which I is agree. sad. And it's really sad to say, but that's just like how I, I was. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, I mean, everyone in my household was <laughs> scared. We're so similar. It's so Yeah. Weird. And it's I was just the like, exact same way. Yeah. It was, it was just a lot of like, um, you know, the, the garage door opens late at night and it's like, you just, you just, you don't know what kind of, um, energy is going to walk into the house. Mm-hmm. And I was so afraid of kidnapping and like robbery and yeah. all of that, like hyper scared. Yeah. I wouldn't go to the bathroom alone. Someone would have to come with mm-hmm. me like at a very old age Yeah, too. Were you, were you like at a young age, were you very particular about things in your life? Like, could you, were you good at like sleepovers and stuff? Would you just no, like, oh, oh my whatever, God, no, no, wear no. whatever. I was, I was horrible. I was horrible. No, I didn't do sleepovers so, ever. No, I couldn't. Never. I literally couldn't. Any field trip? Nope. I would not stay over. No. I wouldn't even go. No. I can't. No, I was, I was the exact same way, um, which is funny. I didn't really realize because I was just going to say, I feel like I was the younger middle child. 
So I feel like um, the uh, what's the word? The kind of the whatever. Um, I feel like most middle younger middle children or just middle children in general are like kind of like the peacemakers, like yeah. the mediators. You know, it's like the older one is usually like feisty the younger ones usually like bratty because they're the baby they always get their way whatever Mm -hmm. but I was the middle child and so I was very much the peacemaker Mm. um I would do anything for everyone which was the people pleaser which oh we've talked about we've talked about many times um and I feel like that was like I I almost feel like I couldn't ever get my way even if I wanted to because there was so much more stronger energy in my house yeah like even uh, like we said earlier with the older sister, it's like, oh, like it's their way or the highway. And like, yeah. that's exactly how it was. 100%. So I didn't really get my way a lot, um, which I think at the time I was fine with because I didn't really see getting my way as an option. And I feel like because of that, now that I am an adult and I have been an, an adult for many years and I am independent in every single way, financially, you know, whatever. I'm like, if I can do whatever I can do to make things go my way and make myself as comfortable as possible, I'm going to. Oh my God. I've never agreed more. Yeah. And that's why I'm so protective over my space. Yes. I'm sure you are too. 100%. It's like hundred percent. Even when you were talking about, oh, like I'm going to have my like family or when I have friends come over and, and stay whatever in my house. Like I am so particular about that. Or like yes. if you could take stuff from me or borrow stuff from me. Like, yes. Oh my I am God. so hyper because oh I am the same way mm-hmm. in which my family life was chaotic, but I think it's weird because I'm the youngest, but I am the peacemaker of my family. Yeah. And I'm sure you've seen that dynamic. Yeah. Like there are everything's on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. It's weird, but I, I, I didn't have stability that much growing up. It was chaotic. So I've like built this for myself and I did it on my own mm-hmm. and I'm going to protect it at all costs. Yeah. At all costs. Yes. And we're the same way in that, yes. in that sense. And I, I, feel I like. think that just comes from having too much responsibility too young, Yeah, which is definitely something that I experienced um, when I, Right before I moved. So, I mean, like I, I said earlier, the reason that I moved was because my mom met someone and because he had um, kids, younger kids, he wasn't able to move down to where we lived. So, and my mom just, you know, wanted a fresh start anyway. We all kind of wanted a fresh start. So we decided to move up. So there was a time where my mom was up there visiting him a lot and it was just me and my sister was married and moved out. So it was just me and my two brothers. And obviously being the girl there it was a lot of like cooking and cleaning and being a mom yeah and having all of this responsibility and i i don't want it to sound like my mom was just like oh leaving me for this man because it was so not that and my mom like went through hell yeah and i wanted her to be happy and still like i want nothing more than for my mom to just be happy and so I was okay with taking that on but Mm -hmm. it still um left its marks for sure 100% just feeling like the world is on your shoulders and you constantly have to be taking care of everybody around you all the time and it made me really really anxious Mm -hmm. and I was constantly just stressed yeah, and I couldn't drive at the time. So I was like, I don't like, I depended on my friend's moms a lot to like drive me places. And it was just a really, really, really stressful time. Yeah. So yeah, then moved to a new place, was totally unfamiliar with everything. Um, I just spiraled like, and it was almost like a spiral that was like, there was 
it was like there was so much chaos at once and then there was still chaos but just in a very very different way yeah um i just like i did nothing all day like i i was just so sad and i just couldn't i couldn't do anything i didn't know what to do with myself right because i was i was so fearful to go to school um which i eventually did end up going to school um a couple months into the school year i went back and forth i did like online for like a month (laughs) and then i started failing all my classes so my mom made me go to school then i did like a hybrid of both i don't know it doesn't really matter but um yeah and then i I was just not doing well and literally the only thing that brought me any sort of joy was youtube was making videos was watching other people was dan and phil like it was yeah. like because you can create your own world you're you're the yeah you're the controller it, of it. it was the it was the community that i like felt most comfortable in yeah. like i literally i had a dan and phil twitter account that i made friends off of and tweeted really funny shit that i still i wish so bad that i still had anyway um <laughs> and so yeah i was just really <laughs> just not doing well yeah and then I was, yeah, I was just fed up. And I think my mom was too. And my mom, God bless her, like just tried so hard. And it was just a lot of like, oh, well, let's go on a walk. And, you know, she she really did try to give me solutions and they did help. And I think looking back now, um, she, my mom is a very spiritual person and she always really tried to instill her um, just like spirituality mm-hmm. in me and, I, I didn't really realize how powerful thought was back then. Like, I, I didn't understand that it, your brain actually, like, there's chemicals and shit going on in there. That's, like, when you think these certain ways, like, you, obviously, like, when you have issues, like, just the way, like, mindset is really important. 100%. Is what I'm trying to get at, basically. And I just didn't really understand the concept of mindset whatsoever. And I was like, it makes no difference. It makes no difference whether I think, oh, I'm going to have a great day today. Or if I think, oh, I'm going to have a shitty day today. Like, my day is just going to be how my day is going to be. But that's so not true. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't realize that at the when I was 14. Yeah. And so I, I slowly started to, like, get out a little bit more. You know, I, I eventually, like I said, I did go to school. Um... Um, I, I did go to the doctor and I think, I think he first prescribed me Prozac. How old were you? It, it was, I was 15. It was right after I got back from my first trip, like my first ever, um, like branch trip to Texas, which is like where the whole dote thing You were 15 at the time? Yes. Of that? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. I always forget you're like- really little. (laughs) You're like a year or two younger than me. Mm -hmm. That's so bizarre. Yeah. It was literally the day after I got back, I remember, because I was just like, I was just struggling. Um, So yeah, I went, I told him like, I am sad and really depressed. He put me on Prozac. And honestly, I really, I I wasn't on it that long. This is kind of like a, a weird period of my life, like ages like 14 to 16, I don't want to say I repressed. Maybe I just have a really shitty memory, but I just don't remember that much of like the the details back yeah, then. I'm with you. Like I, I I had a boyfriend before. I had a boyfriend for nine months before my boyfriend that I previously <laughs> talked about. And no disrespect, I barely remember like any of that relationship. Yeah. And we were together for nine months. That's were you on Prozac at the time? Yes. Okay. I believe so because that was like when I first started talking to him. I believe. Um, I don't, I don't think I was very consistent with it. 
And like, I have no idea what my dosage was or anything. Um, I know I wasn't on it for that long. And I think it did numb me a little bit. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, it just kind of weirded me out a mm-hmm. little bit. And not to say that I'm like weird about medication. I'm literally still on medication now to this day that I yeah. take every night. Um, different one. But yeah, I just, I don't know. And then I feel like I kind of had a period where I was like, 16 17 i was like figuring things out a little bit more and like i definitely still was uh depressed and anxious but like i don't, I don't know that was just like such a, a weird blurry time i know i feel the same for way. me which is i'm like sad thinking about it because i'm like why don't why do i hardly remember like how i felt i know during that time it's weird i try to think back too and i'm just like uh i have no idea like <laughs> i remember like waking up and going to school and i'm like how did i feel yeah I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, maybe that in itself is like telling. I I feel like if I was super happy, I would like probably remember. Yeah, but if also you're super depressed, I feel like you yeah, remember too. like I yeah, very true. You know, um, I I think I had my ups and downs, just like every teenager sure. ever does. Um, so your your main diagnosis was depression at first. At first, yes. Okay. Um, I always felt like it was something more than that. Yeah, and I wasn't exactly sure what it was. And I remember just doing a lot of research on my own and just being like, I feel like, which I also don't know. I don't know if I've ever talked about this online, but like, it's really not that deep. I just, I feel like the reason that I have a hard time talking about stuff like this online is because I just have health anxiety and I don't want people to be telling me what I should and shouldn't be doing because I am getting help for it. And I do take the steps to do what I need to do to talk to the professionals, to do my own research, to do my own like healing. And I'm very, very easily influenced. And so I feel like if I'm like, oh, like I'm struggling with this, whether it's physically or mentally, I if someone was like, oh, well, you should stop what you're doing and do this and this and this, I'll be like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. I know. That's something I wrote down about us both is that we're easily, I think I said malleable, like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I take people's opinions to heart and I like I don't really have that strong self direction of like, these are my morals and this is exactly the way I live and no one can touch what I think. Like I'm very easily like, oh shit. Like even if I love a song and my sister's like, fuck this song. I hate this song. I'll be like, like the, I will never listen for to the sure. song again. I'm like, oh younger shit. Sister, uh, uh, younger sister syndrome. No, it, for it's, sure. It's crazy. That. Um, so I get what you're saying. But yeah. So yeah, I just kind of always, I always felt like something was just a little bit off. I was like, I'm, I don't just feel depressed. Like I feel crazy. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't control my emotions and I'm not just sad. I'm at rock bottom. And then the next day I'm on fucking cloud nine Mm -hmm. and there was just like no in between. And it was so high and so low. And I was so, I was so exhausted And I just remember calling my mom being like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, I just, I really don't know. So I went back to my doctor and before I even said anything, like she asked me like two questions and she was like, do you think you might be bipolar? And I was like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I do. (laughs) And I I don't want to be like, yeah, I am bipolar. Like she said, I have bipolar tendencies. Mm. And the medication that I'm on is not an SSRI. I don't know what category it falls under. Um, It's more, I guess, like a a mood stabilizer, if you will. Um, But yeah, so I eventually got off Prozac. Like, I I really wasn't on it. Like, even I think the second time, because I went to a different doctor for the bipolar um, diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But yeah, like we really, she kind of saw it like right away and I was like okay this makes me feel a lot better I also think that it runs in my family okay so I was like okay this would make sense yeah um and ever since then I started a medication that I have gone I haven't gone off of it but I like I have like stopped taking it so I guess gone off of it like not in the correct way um but i like i had run out of it like a couple times and then i like wouldn't take it just like not get my prescription refilled and then i start feeling that again and i'm like oh shit so you know it's like working for you yeah yeah for sure good yeah like when i first moved out here i i wasn't on it because i was just like dealing with so much with like moving and you know everything um it was literally after my breakup which was probably the worst time for me to stop stop. taking it i know i know i remember that i remember that time where you telling me that i was like oh yeah which like i was (laughs) i was already just crazy in general because i'm a girl who just got cheated on but seems about right yeah yeah and then that on top of everything was just really really difficult and then i eventually got it refilled started taking it again and i was like i'm chilling yeah (laughs) which doesn't mean i don't have my ups and downs i obviously do literally we were supposed to film this yesterday and i was such a disaster and luna of course because she just knows me i we hadn't even spoken that day and she was like let's film tomorrow and i was like god bless you yeah (laughs) like you just i swear i have telepathic tendencies and it's not even that like, okay, if we had planned something, let's say we're like, oh, we're going to go to lunch next Thursday. I know, like, Avery's not a girl that's going to flake and, and not and forget about it. She'll be like, oh, like, hey, I know we're supposed to do lunch today, no, but, I'm like, like it's let's in do my this. calendar. You know, like, the invitation is there. And which everything. I love. Yeah. I love about her. So I knew, like, it's not like her to, to not, like, follow up. In the yeah. morning, it's not like me to not follow up in the morning, yeah. but we both kind of just knew. Like, yeah. I just had a feeling. I don't know what it is. And I'm just like, oh, no. Okay. But you were right. T- <laughs> but yeah, no, we all have those days. Yeah. You know? For sure. I have them um, all the time. Yeah. And so, yeah, I feel like that's kind of where I'm at now. I'm also in therapy. I've been talking to, I started therapy maybe when I was like 16. I had a really, really, I've been really lucky with therapists. And I feel that's like good. a lot of people really stray away from therapy because they have therapists that don't work for them. Yeah. And I've had two therapists. My first one was before COVID. And the only reason I stopped seeing her was because during COVID, she retired. And then um, I had a really great experience. That was an in-person therapy. It was like five minutes from my mom's house. I was like, okay, yeah, like I can do this. Perfect. Um, Honestly, I don't remember that much from it. Like I remember at the time knowing that it helped me, but I don't like carry anything that she says with me, you know, to this day, whatever. (laughs) Um, But it helped me a lot during the time. And now I'm still doing therapy. I have made myself, um, that was also after I broke up with my boyfriend, I stopped doing therapy (laughs) as well. Great timing. Um, That was just something that I really struggled to be consistent with because it was online. Right. So it wasn't like I'm going and like sitting down and like I have this every single week or every other week, whatever, like in my schedule. Like it was like we would talk and then we would like plan for something and then it was like, oh, like something came up. But the last couple months, I have really made myself be on top of it because I've noticed as therapies, you know, it's what it's supposed to do is to help you. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed that when I've been consistent with it, I feel so much better throughout my week. And so I've really, really made space for it. Um, So yeah, I do it once a week now at the same time every, every day. Every, every day? day? No, no, no. Not every day. Same day of the week. Okay. Like same time. Is it online? Yes. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's it's made a really, really big difference. And even so if important. I feel like I like don't have something to talk about that day, 
um, we always find something. And I always, always, always feel better after. after. Yes. That's always. so important. Yeah. Which I feel like is such like a... Because, you know, sometimes it's such like a a daunting thing to be like, oh, I have to sit here and talk about my problems. Yeah. For an hour. Like, I'd rather die. Yeah. And, like, I don't want to do that. Um, but, yeah, no. Every single time I'm always like, okay. Like, I, I feel a lot better. Like, it just gives me a really good push to, like, finish out my... Yeah week a little bit like it's kind of like a refresher of like okay everything's fine like I talked everything out like I got some really good advice you know whatever yeah and I think it's good to it, it works really well for you because you know obviously you, you're open with me but you don't come to me all the time and be like this is exactly what I'm dealing with and ask for advice often from me I feel like I'm yeah. here I'm here to like 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 you know I want to hold you I want to help you yeah but it's rarely do you come be like what do i do it's yeah. like for me i i come to you not i'm i mean I've, to everyone in my life i'm like ah, <laughs> I, I don't care if i meet you on the street i'm like oh my god this person did this to me what do i do like i'll tell anyone anything and that's i think why i struggle with therapy is like i do this every day like with everybody <laughs> like i don't <laughs> yeah but that's the problem is also then i get so many different opinions and then i don't mm-hmm. have my own sense of direction so we've talked about this i'm trying to work on like you know keeping and some also things having to myself. a professional opinion is just such so a important. major major and difference. unbiased unbiased yes. opinion huge yes huge. for sure and there's such like the like the the exercise of it's like it's not even just getting advice but it's also just like like i did this one um like exercise a couple weeks ago where she was like we're just gonna like create like a space for you in your head and I was like well this is really easy for me because I live in delusion so I'm like I <laughs> I can easily do this yeah that's and what I need, she was I need like, tools yeah she, it, yes it was like a, a tool very um a tool thing exercise like, yes of like we're just gonna build this space in your head of like close your eyes and we're gonna do some tapping whatever and like what do you see where are you Who's I want to be you? with her and yeah and it literally was just like me sitting on like the beach with the pink sand and like just like this whole world that I I, like created and I was like okay now I can like go back here like when I'm feeling anxious or whatever do you think that's why you like video games so much too is it's like it's your own little world for sure Yeah. yeah absolutely like if I'm playing Zelda I'm like the only thing I'm focused on right now is like my world beating this building yeah yeah Yeah, or like (laughs) getting all these mushrooms and like making this new recipe whatever and same thing with um yeah like pretty much literally any video game like it's very much I can turn my brain off and just sink in and just be somewhere else completely and which is like maybe not the healthiest thing ever like I I I definitely you you know there I feel like with gaming you have to have self-discipline and right. like a very fine line yeah. because you know there's definitely like the addicts yeah for sure 100 percent. um and like you know it does have like that dopamine drip of like oh like you beat the the bad guys whatever you know and like whatever um i feel like i really i don't have an issue with that and that you way don't, it, it you could don't. be for but i was people. just wondering because i was like anxious the other day and i finally started animal crossing <laughs> and I was like building my little world and I was like oh my god this is like my favorite thing ever I can't yeah. wait to like look forward to this every night you know and yeah. like this is gonna be so fun yeah so I was just wondering if that was similar with you for sure yeah um yeah I literally like I bought a ps5 like a couple months ago <laughs> and like played the last of us Elevating. after I watched the show and yeah that's that's always been something for me and it's also not even just that but it's also like a a childhood thing like I played so many video games right. growing up and so it's like a very special connection like to my 
my inner child nostalgic you know? yeah I get that. for sure 100%. so yeah that, that's a really big factor of it also i'm like even like i was playing the the new zelda game and i like didn't know what to do so i was like texting my brother about it and it was yeah. like something for us to talk about and i was like i have been trying to do this thing for like 10 minutes and i don't know what to do and he I was helping that. me because he plays it too and so yeah i don't know i feel I like that. i i have a weird like special little relationship i feel like with video games which is fun and wholesome i love me. it but i think it's great i yeah. want that yeah but also talking a line along the lines of mental health i did want to go into like body image mm-hmm. problems because obviously you know my issues with it ballet industry everything i've never struggled with an eating disorder per se but i definitely had disordered eating i body dysmorphia yeah all the yards whole yeah. nine yards but i want to know i mean i know because i'm your best friend so we've talked about it but if you want to share anything about that yeah um i feel like this is something that i have to be kind of careful talking about because it's still something that i struggle with all the time yeah so i'm like i, I would hate to like sit here and try and give advice of like oh here's how to fix this and heal this when i'm like going through the same thing right um i feel like talking about it is more of like a less of like oh here's how to fix it more of like oh i it's like a, just a relatability thing 100%. of like you're not alone yeah and so so many people like i feel like especially online and with social media like it's so easy well first of all so many things are photoshopped so many things are fake it's absolutely absurd um no i mean me and avery take pictures with like people and girls and like before it's posted like you got to send it around and like everyone puts their little edits on it like it's like a, a thing yeah for sure it's crazy yeah which i mean that's not like strictly just like an influencer thing like i'm no, sure a i think lot it's of people uh, no do that yeah too, exactly but, i mean it's just yeah i'm like it's just what people do um but yeah that's something that i've struggled with which i didn't realize i actually only realized this the other day that this is something that goes so far deep for me mm-hmm. like it, i have struggled with this for a really 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 long time um i think when i was like it was when i had first moved up to northern utah I because I was really depressed and I literally didn't leave my bed like I wasn't even going to school I gained some weight which is totally fine obviously but I was just feeling really uncomfortable in my body and this is something that we also have in common is that our I don't want to say that my mom is an almond mom by any means because my mom eats whatever she wants um but she was the one who introduced me to counting calories Mm -hmm. and I think if she knew obviously how it would have affected me to this day she never would have done it and I don't think it was ever out of like well you need to change because it was never that she never told me to not eat this and not eat that and whatever and that I should lose weight it was never anything like that but it was just kind of like like I remember one of your um videos you talking about the same thing and you were like yeah like when you would bring it up to your mom your mom was like oh well let's do like a a juice cleanse or let's go on a run yeah. i was like that was kind of my mom it was like the same thing right like my mom was like oh well if you want to like track your food like here's how yeah and that it's just something that i would never ever in a million years like ever teach your kid. my daughter but they're you know moms are fixers it's like this is how my mom explained it. She's like, oh, well, if you get hurt, I'm going to put a Band-Aid on it. So mm-hmm. if you're complaining about something that's really hurting you, I'm going to just tell you a solution. I'm like, okay, but this is very different, yeah, obviously. For but sure. like, you know, it's how mothers are. And I think as you get older too, it's like, for us, it's so emotional. And it's so in your head. But then when you get older, it's just logic. And she's like, oh, well, if you're want to be a ballerina, then you have to be like this. It's mm-hmm. like so logical to them, you know? Yeah. And to my mom, who's in like the fashion world, she's like, well, if you want to be a model, you're going to have to be like this. It's like, 
it was so like this to her where she couldn't understand the emotional aspect or how you feel like even i was listening to call her daddy and shay mitchell was on it and she was like yeah you know my boyfriend goes out on these tours and stuff but like you know if he cheats on me then whatever then she can have him and she was talking about it so like oh yeah yeah i'm gonna be fine with or without it's like obviously you know now she's older she's in her 30s she has kids it's different she has like a logical way of thinking Mm -hmm. whereas she even said when she's 20 it's totally different like you it's so in your head and emotional but like i think when you get older you just that's why yeah you just have a very different point of view of things because even like yeah it, it like it was never like that for my mom like it wasn't like this crazy emotional thing of like oh she had to follow like this super strict diet or anything no like it was just like it was yeah literally was just like oh well like here's a tool here's an app that you can use if you want to right i'm a very extreme person like a very all or nothing person and so it was either like oh well i have to if i'm gonna do this i have to do it all the way right and i did for a really really long time use that stupid little app oh me too life sum was mine which one was yours my fitness pal oh shit i i literally i only deleted it which like i almost feel embarrassed to say this even though it's not because people still count calories all the time and like it works for some people and that's great but it was it was something that completely controlled my life yeah. for years and years. Like I only deleted it maybe like three months ago. Wow, if that's that, huge though. I didn't even know that you did that. I'm proud of you. Yeah, no, it was like like I I I would delete it and then I would get it again. Like it literally was like a drug. Like I was like yeah. I can't stop. It's so controlling. Yeah, and like that's like I don't know if anybody else is struggling with counting calories, just stop. <laughs> like just just delete the app. And don't get it back. I promise you, it's so not worth it. If it's controlling your life and you're so obsessive and you can't go out to eat and you're looking at the menu and looking at all the calories on everything, I promise you, it it takes so much work and it's still something that I'm working on. Like, I'm such a crazy label checker because it was so, like, I had to. I had to scan all the barcodes and whatever. And it was like, no, that's that's just not. Unless you have some, like, you're, you're doing, like, a, uh, fitness like bodybuilding competition and that's like part of the whole game you know it was like whatever i'm like sure yeah obviously there's instances where it can apply whatever but um if you're just like a normal girl (laughs) you don't need to be doing that yeah i really don't think you do and it just like as you get better at it it only gets harder i know it only gets harder and only feels like you're just digging the hole deeper and deeper and deeper and it's something that I'm still really, really working on is yeah. like not freaking out when I see the amount of calories and things and just because mm-hmm. it's just not a way to live it's at not. all. I'm like the I I have such a problem with stress in my life. I'm really, really bad at stress management and dealing with stress and everything stresses me out very easily. And this is just a really big thing that was causing me so much stress And so that's one, how I knew I needed to delete it, get rid of it, stop doing it. And then it's like once it's like you delete it and then you're not doing it. And the whole goal is to like not be stressed, but then you're stressed because you're not doing it. But like that will go away eventually because I just, you just can't do that. It's like a breakup. No, it seriously (laughs) is. And like you you need to heal from it Mm -hmm. and give yourself grace and time and it is really hard not even just to count calories but just to heal your relationship with food in general oh I mean, and that's something that i takes forever I yeah i'm i'm really 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 working on and i feel like i can like talk about it a little bit i feel like there would be a big difference if i was struggling with this and not getting help but i literally 
I'm talking to like three different people getting help from it because I, I had so many breaking points where I was like, I can't do this anymore and I can't do this alone. Like I literally, I don't know how to not stress about food all the time. Yeah. And it was, it was just way, way too much. And like, especially like wanting to be in the modeling world and the modeling industry and even just being in LA and being around all these girls that are so skinny and fit and beautiful and athletic and uh, strong and whatever. It's like, you just, another thing too that I've realized is that you can look at someone like say on TikTok that's really, really skinny or has like a, the perfect Victoria's Secret angel body, whatever. You have Abs- and they, they could be posting their meals, their workouts to show what I eat in a day. You have no idea what their life actually looks like. Yeah. You have no idea if they're doing like they're on a medication that just like suppresses their appetite or makes them not gain weight. If they're like abusing something, yeah. if they're literally just starving, like you, you have no idea. or they just have a super fast metabolism or yeah. they just like you just have no idea at all. And so that's I think the main thing that I've been reminding myself is like when I see people on TikTok or whatever, I feel like any sort of like triggered in any way by another person. It's like, I don't know them. So why am I letting myself feel some sort of way about someone that I don't know at all? Yeah. The only thing that you can do, I feel like in this situation is work on yourself and focus on yourself. And Mm -hmm. I, that's, it's so much easier said than done. Like, especially if you're like trying to, God, I don't even know what. Basically, just don't compare yourself to people on the internet because you just, you don't know them. Yeah. You really don't. And I don't know. It just makes me sad because it's like you you see like a skinny girl on TikTok and you open the comments and it's like, what do you eat? Like, what yeah. do you, what's your workout routine? And it's like, it just, it just makes me sad how much thought people put into that. And it's, it's not even just for girls too. I don't want to say just girls because I know guys go struggle with the same thing. Um but yeah, just just eat healthy yeah. and exercise in whatever way you're capable of, even if it's just walking. And I don't know. I guess that would be my best, yeah. very vague advice of how to just you just can't live like that forever. No, and it's I, just a waste of energy too. It, yeah, and, and you'll realize that once you're out of it. But like, you know, I talk about it too, and I had to go through it. In, like no one could tell me otherwise yeah. until I did, made that decision with a lot of addictions in your life it's mm-hmm. like you have to make the decision for yourself and now that I'm out of it I look back at I mean I'm not out of it I'll never be out of it I think you know just being in ballet being in the industry we are being a girl you're always gonna have something for sure it's like you, you it's, don't like yeah it's like you you can be aware of it like you're always gonna be aware of it it's like once you know that knowledge of like oh how many calories are in something or oh how you like do I don't even know what you can be aware of it but that doesn't mean that you have to act on it or Mm -hmm. you can have the thought let it go yeah let it pass and eventually I want to say you won't think about it forever but I don't know because I I'm still at a point where I do give a lot of thought into food and my body and whatever and you know it is really hard just being an influencer and wanting to model and constantly being in front of the camera and whatever. Um, I don't want to act like this is my biggest problem in the world because it's definitely not, but it's something that is, it's, it is, it's It's a hard thing to go through. Yeah, for sure. And it's something that can take up a lot of brain capacity. hundred percent. And I feel like that is the hardest part is just how much you can think about. It's like, you're not only 
thinking about food when you're eating you know like it's such it literally is an addiction it is like it's just all the time all the time and it's so neurotic and like the second that you get out of it and you feel that freedom finally of just like I don't know I remember when I was in high school or going in ballet and stuff I'd be like oh the idea of just going to McDonald's and like getting fries like I would be like, what the fuck? Like, people do that? Like, yeah. I, what What the hell? Or, like, I remember I wanted to have a bowl of cereal. Like, I just wanted to, like... Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I could never do that. Yeah. Like, I couldn't do that. Yeah. And now I'm just like, I don't, I don't give a shit. I'll go to Taco Bell. I'll go to McDonald's. Like, I just don't really think about it like that anymore. Yeah. You know? And I... And I doesn't mean that I don't... Don't ever think about it. Like, sometimes I'll be... It'll have a weird day or a weird night where I'm eating and I'm just like, oh, no, this is bad for me. I can't have this. It's like I go back into these old patterns... And it, it's, yeah, it's not to say it's not all the time, but it's just like, you know, be hopeful that you will one day live a life where it's not your main event, you know, yeah, in your sure. head. And But it takes work and Absolutely. you have to make a decision for yourself and get help. But I don't think it's, it's really hard to go through something like that completely on your own and make that decision. You yeah. Know? Yeah. My, I'm lucky. I didn't actually know this about my therapist before I started working with her, but she specializes in like eating disorder recovery and helping people with disordered eating. And so that's something that I've really been talking to her a lot about. But see, like even that, I feel like I'm still not even to that point. Like I I think one of the main things that I really struggle with is feeling like I, I have to eat 100% healthy all the time. Yeah. And like the guilt that comes with, like I ate like a cookie last night, like a vegan gluten-free, like whole like ingredient cookie yeah. from Erwan. And after I was like, fuck, like I shouldn't be in that. I, I shouldn't be in that. Like not even because I'm like, oh, it's going to make me fat or whatever. Like it's just like, oh, it's unhealthy. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, I feel like that's my next thing of just trying to be like, it's normal. Yeah. It's so normal to eat shitty food yeah. and eat unhealthy. And, you know, as long as you're like finding whatever balance works for you of having all the foods, then you're fine. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like you just yeah. So that that's that's my next objective. Next. But it's just you recognized it. Do you know what I mean? And for that's sure. the, obviously yeah. the most important part. And I've been there, and I'm here to help you. And you know that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's so mentally draining. For sure. And it's so it just it's sad. You know. Yeah. But it's something that you, you just gotta go through and get through and make it I out mean, to the other side. I've seen you just in this one year. Like you know, I had one experience where I asked you about it, and we kind of. You're crying. I had a breakdown. Yeah. Well, I just had never asked you about that, and I actually genuinely didn't know you struggled with that because yeah. you hit it so well. That, that was that was the worst of it for sure. When I very first moved to LA, I I was just in a dark place, and I I don't even really know why. Like, I mean, I guess it makes sense, you know. Like, you leave your family, you move to a new city, you leave your home state, whatever. Um, and I don't know if that was just like my way of control. But yeah, the the calorie counting was one very low, yeah. very very low, and I was running. I, I was doing the extremes of the over exercising, the under eating, uh, the restriction, just everything, just yeah. trying to like make myself look better, trying to make myself feel better. When in reality, I was doing the complete opposite thing. Mm-hmm. I it's like I'm grateful for the experience because I learned from it whatever but I also at the same time really 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 wish that I would have learned balance before and that's something that I'm still working on every single day of like making sure I'm eating normally like a normal person and not like killing myself with exercise and just 
I don't know. I, I, I think I've realized that health is just the most important thing. And that's obviously that's not a new concept or idea. You know, everybody says health is wealth, but like, it's so, it's so, so true. Your Um, body's your temple. It's like, yeah, it's not about how your body's going to look, you know, as you get older, it's how, if it's going to even last to be be older. So it's like why you're going to lay in in your little casket or, you know, whatever you want. And it's not going to matter how big or little your thighs looked in this. And that's literally, did you live a long, healthy life? And, and how did you do, like, what did you do to maintain that? Yeah. And not eating and restricting is not, that's probably the worst thing you can do. Yeah. And it it just makes everything so much harder. Like I I remember because that night we were on our way to dinner Mm -hmm. and I was like obsessing over the menu and I was like looking at it and I was like, oh my God, like, what am I going to eat? And like, I still do like to do that just so I can like, especially because I'm vegetarian and like, you know, whatever. I just like to see what's up. For sure. Um, But before it was something that I would be so like just just crazy about and like googling like the calories of these like specific restaurants that like you know whatever and it was just it was just way too much and I was just it it was very sufferable for sure and it's not easy I have worked really 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 hard on just healing all of that and although not perfect by any means and I still have a long way to go just the fact that I actually realized that I needed help, I think was a great success. Yeah. Because a lot it takes people a long, 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 oh long my God. time. I'm insane amount of time. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. You've done like <laughs> honestly, genuinely from that moment till now, yeah. like I've seen a crazy change. Yeah. For and it's sure. only going up from here. And like the fact that you're dedicated to yeah. that self-work is like so inspiring. One hundred percent. Yeah. I, I don't it. know. I just think that's like that's just to me that's just the most important thing in life is just being happy and being healthy and just I don't know it's like you just you got to do what you got to do to work on that and that's why I think therapy is like so important because I feel like a lot of things I feel like a big thing that a lot of people don't have is the self-awareness yeah and that's the first step yeah getting getting to that and being like oh i actually do need to really work on this and you know whatever and then you just go deeper and deeper and deeper of why you do the things that you do and whatever and yeah yeah it's a journey for sure and i really really like i wouldn't wish that journey of like really struggling with food and exercise whatever like i wouldn't wish it on anyone because it's it's horrible yeah but you only come out on the other end stronger than you were 100 percent with more more knowledge and yeah you know for sure and that's that's all you can do yeah so and that's how we're gonna end this podcast yeah we've been recording for like five hours no literally (laughs) it's fine it's so fun i love it sweating no me too me too no like no 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 like if i see under this well, hyperhidrosis girlies. <laughs> Can you see? I had no, I like don't even feel anxious. I don't know why no, it's no, so bad. Me and Avery both have hyper. I have Botox in my armpits, which you're you have to get. I'm I've talked about literally, it. Literally, yeah. Booking your appointment. Yeah, it's and I have said best. that a million times. But like, I really need to because it ruins my life. No, it changed my life. I can wear like I started crying because I was in Brandy Melville the other day. Dude, I just <laughs> getting a white shirt, and I was like, oh my god, I, I just did this. that. Ruined. Yeah, it's ruined. No, I know. Yeah. get the Botox it's okay. literally changed my life yeah that's yep. that's how we end love yourself get Botox love- <laughs> <laughs> that's our takeaway um Avery thank you for coming on the thank pod thank you for having me opening I had a up. really good time and you have to come back oh I will for sure this Next is already week. like 
literally every week guys sign me up comment on. if you want <laughs> avery is a new co-host of on point it's happening thanks i um, hope you guys enjoyed our conversation it, i'm sure they did we're the, we're the best me. we're literally the funnest girls best girls alive in la i say it every day yeah i'm the best girl alive <laughs> Love that's you my so sign much. off love you oh, <laughs> bye guys <laughs>